The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle, from the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback. There's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places. Let Tend Dental make your dream smile a reality. We offer a variety of top-rated treatments, including Invisalign aligners. And for a limited time, Tend is offering $750 off orthodontic treatments. Offer valid through January 31st, so don't wait. Visit hellotend.com slash sale. That's hellotend.com slash sale. And book your free consult today. We've got our take cannons loaded and ready. ready. Absolutely dominant on deep routes. Absolutely dominant on short the routes. boys are back, baby. Excellent separation against man coverage. This is Reception Reception the Show. Yo, what's cracking, everybody? James Joe, Matt Harmon here with you on Reception, the Perception, the Show. How are you doing today, Matt? Hey, no complaints here, man. Uh, staying busy, you know, trying to keep track of uh, all the NFL stuff. Although, you know, news is definitely a little lighter. Uh, a oh, little for lighter sure. than it was. But, you know, also moving on to the rookies uh, as well, which I know people are excited about. So I've gotten, uh, gotten my first look at, at, at a few of these draft prospects. I know people are I'm getting folks uh, asking about coming on shows, uh, get coming on, you know, different stuff to talk about. All, all, all the, uh, all the rookies, man, and it just, you know, it never stops, which is great. Uh, I'm glad that people are so interested in all these, uh, all these wide receivers, and and I'm enjoying it, man. This is a, uh, it's an interest, it's an interesting, albeit not very sexy, um, off season for wide receivers. But please continue to listen to the podcast and subscribe to the website. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, you're right though, because. Um, What's what's fascinating about this particular offseason is that the free agent class is was not very good, um, as we highlighted many times. And then I would say in the draft class, too, I think there are some interesting names. Um, but again, not the, the sexiest names out there. Listen, there's going to be wide receivers that go in the first round, period. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But uh, it's just I don't know if anyone's really going, you know, bonkers over some of the prospects of, of some of these guys. Uh, and certainly that is something that we're going to dive into and talk about um, at some point. But on today's show, uh, I kind of want to really dig into the latest two profiles to hit the website in both Brandon Cooks and Elijah Moore there with the New York Jet, uh, football Jets. Um, and, and obviously both these guys pretty timely right now, especially Brandon Cooks, because uh, now he is joining the cast there in the Big D. Uh, is going to be playing alongside C.D. Lamb. We would think a healthier uh, Michael Gallup as well. And, of course, the best quarterback that he's had in in, in ages uh, mm-hmm. now in Dak Prescott. W- what do you see there with Brandon Cooks going to Dallas? Yeah, a couple things. Number one, I think this was my favorite wide receiver move 
uh, so far this offseason, which is mm. not saying very much because there haven't been that many great wide receiver moves like we just said at the top <laughs> of the show. Um, but probably, probably a close second, I guess, is the DJ Moore to, to right. Chicago move just because that's really interesting as well. We have some other big dominoes potentially falling here soon. But, you know, a, a second point here, James, you and I talked about Brandon Cooks uh, potentially going to the Dallas Cowboys. and I feel like we mm-hmm. kind of nailed the reasons why, and it wasn't and not that we're like, Oh, we're big geniuses because we talked about this. Like they were, they were potentially sniffing around right. him at the trade deadline as well. So this was an easy connection to make, but kind of like I said back then, I, I feel this way even stronger now is that I really think that Brandon cooks is the perfect player for the Dallas Cowboys to put across from CD lamb mix in this receiver room. I'm glad you brought up Michael Gallup. Cause I said, it's on one of my other shows. I'm going to talk about Michael Gallup so much this off season that people are going to be absolutely sick of me. And I'm not even sure. I'm not even sure if it's hundred percent worth talking about because of, of just where he was with his injury last year. But on the Brandon Cooks thing, you know, wait, wait, I, I hold think- on, hold on. Let me, let me, let me, let me, I want to put a pin on this Brandon Cooks conversation. I haven't heard your thoughts on Michael Gallup. Are you anticipating a a, a big time bounce back for Gallup in this in this Dallas Cowboys offense? I mean, I just was such a big fan of Michael Gallup prior to the ACL injury. Um, mm-hmm. I've always been, uh, even back in the 2018 draft class, uh, that yeah. was for for the huge long time reception perception nerds. Um, I charted the 2016, 2017 and 2018 draft classes for reception perception back when you and I were working at the NFL network together. Right. And then for two years, uh, after I left NFL, I didn't chart prospects because which great timing because 2019, 2020 ended up being damn great receiver classes. (laughs) So, (laughs) um, despite the fact that there are, uh, and then, and then eventually again, this is football dork stuff, but there's been a rather like. I'll call it explosion of the underground college football film uh, industry on the uh, yeah. on the internet, but it's more underground than the NFL stuff is. But so I've been back to charting prospects, which is on the site now. So there are other prospects prior to just what's on the site right now. That's 2017 or 2016 to 2018 class. So dating back to Michael Gallup's even like collegiate reception perception, I was always just such a big fan of his at Colorado State. Um, I thought he was a really underrated press man coverage beater he's not a great zone beater but for a guy that's a big perimeter x receiver who we also know can win jump balls i thought he was a really underrated technician a really underrated route runner and again that ability to win deep down the field from a jump ball stance like i think that michael gallup at his peak was just as good if not even maybe potentially a better player than like mike williams is with the chart like the chargers um but I haven't gone back and looked at his reception perception from last year, but I'm expecting it to be way below all of his career results. Right. Because I mean, and this is the thing with, with sports, man, like we've got become so accustomed to like, Oh, this guy tore his ACL. Like he'll be back in nine months. He tore his ACL in February. And like, we anybody that's ever had like a major surgery knows it like those yeah that's gr- a grueling grueling comeback like we'll talk about Odell Beckham later in the in the yeah, in the episode and like you know that whole thing so I think Gallup could easily bounce back and by the way this is something I want to put on the site this offseason like it's actually not surprising to see a player who's a press man coverage beater be like lose three to four to five percent off their success rate versus man scores in the first year off of an ACL tear. So uh-huh. Gallup not being able to separate as well last year is actually not that surprising. Some of these guys we've seen bounce back like to, to better levels like Cooper Cup, Allen Robinson, guys have torn the air ACLs, had a down year their first year and then bounced all like bounced back up to have really good seasons. So 
Maybe Gallup is one of those guys. Like I don't know that the version that we got of him last year is going to be the version that he is forever. But again, with injuries, there's no guarantee. So right. I, I'm just a fan of his game, and I want to keep a candle lit that he can get back to being the player that he used to be. Michael Gallup, 27 years old, uh, going into 2023. So uh, certainly not an older player. Uh, that's what you worry about when you talk about these, you know, catastrophic injuries, right? Like when you talk about the ACL or an Achilles or whatever it might be. Uh, age, I think, factors in, and it's such a small window, man. Like the difference yeah. between 27 and 30, it, it feels like a like an entire lifetime. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, the recovery window, I think, um, is interesting for Michael Gallup. Can he recover? Can he bounce back off that ACL at 27 years of age? We're going to find out. Um, again, so Brandon cooks goes to Dallas. This is the fifth NFL team. He's been traded to, uh, the fifth NFL team he's on. He's been traded four times, which is just (laughs) crazy, crazy to me. Um, for a player that's pretty good, but teams just keep Mm -hmm. continue to give up pretty good assets. Uh, for Brandon Cooks, and this time not so much. But I mean, again, he, he wanted off the Houston Texans in the worst way, and uh, and Dallas w- was quick to oblige. But a thousand plus yards in six of his nine years, Matt. You know, I'll tell you this: a thousand plus yards in every single year he has played at least fifteen games. So I find that to be pretty interesting. Um, in twenty twenty two, just you know, six hundred ninety nine yards and three touchdowns. I'll ask you this. How much of that had to do with the quarterback play and and maybe not even the quarterback play, but just so much as the team uh, in general? Yeah, I would say most, if not all of it had to do with that. Um, I mean, this is a guy that was like publicly beefing with the team after signing a contract extension. And, you know, we've talked about this a right. lot, but like, you know, Brandon, what the hell do you expect to happen when you sign <laughs> the Houston Texans a contract right. You think they were going to be good last year? You think Davis Mills was going to take some kind of leap and they were about to be a good team? No, they were a long, long-term rebuild. So, um, but I would actually contend that Brandon Cooks has been the best version of himself in a Houston Texans uniform than he was mm. with the Patriots, with the Saints, with the Rams. Um, you know, to to really dive into it, of course, the profile's up on the site. People, people should check that out. Um, I was reading a piece uh, that my colleague at Yahoo wrote, uh, Jory Epstein. She had talked to a few people, like because you mentioned Brandon Cook's been traded so many times. Uh, she talked to a few people that had basically said, like, Brandon Cook's keeps getting traded not this time this is the first time he hasn't been traded for big draft capital but he keeps getting traded to teams that think he's a number one receiver but he's really probably like a number two receiver like a really really good complimentary player and I kind of agree with that analysis um interesting that it comes from folks who were inside the building of teams that traded for him like they ended up seeing like ah you know he's he's probably not really a legit number one and I think that's true because early on in his career if you look at like, and I linked a few of these in the profile, like his, his older route charts, it was all just deep stuff. Um, and like little crossing routes, flat routes, screen routes, stuff like that. But then when you dive into his Houston Texans work, he was up above like 70% success rate versus man in each of the last two seasons, up above 70% success rate versus press in each of the last two seasons. Whereas those were areas he really struggled to be consistent early on in his career, I think from like a fundamentals perspective, from a route mm-hmm. perspective, he's gotten a lot better. And that mostly shows up on dig routes, uh, on out routes, some of those more intermediate patterns, which were not really a part of his game previous in previous years and are part of his game now. And really what I just like, I think you go back and look at the RP data, you go back and watch him last year. He's definitely not washed. And I don't even really think he's lost a step. Like he's still wow. very fast. He's still got a lot of speed. 
Um, and in fact, I think he's a better route runner today, right now, than he was uh, prior to being traded to the Houston Texans, like with the Rams and the Saints, the Patriots and stuff. I think he's a more complete receiver right now. Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance from superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Uh, it, it's interesting to hear that, and I and I don't. I'm not sure a lot of folks um, realize that. To be honest with you, I, I found that to be part of um, a, a really fascinating part of your profile on Brandon Cooks because I think again, if you look at you know some of his game, I mean, I, I would just say this: How, having watched him play, he was. <laughs> I think it's fair to say he wasn't given 100 percent effort uh, at all times <laughs> last year, um, and, and maybe you start double counting that kind of stuff. I, I'm not sure, but then you start adding in some of the numbers too, uh, and you start looking at the stats. Look, he still averaged 12.3 yards per reception. He's a career 13.7 yards per reception guy, so a slight dip there. But 12.3 is still really, really good. I, I mean, it tells you that this guy can make plays um, over the top, but. His 53.8 yards per game last year was the second lowest of his career, the lowest since 2019 where he was third fiddle to Cooper Cup and Robert Wood. So I, I would think, Matt, that you know some folks in the football industry would think, okay, well, what does Brandon Cooks have left? And you're saying with confidence that you, you've seen almost no dip at all uh, from Brandon 20, Cooks. 2019, another year that he struggled with injuries, just like he, he was – I would say, like, I don't know that I like watching him and, and charting him that I saw any like lack of effort or loafing or stuff like that. But when, you know, when he's coming back from injuries, maybe he's mm. taking a little extra time to come back from injuries, right? I got uh, you. He's not, I got you. We, we've, we've certainly had that discussion about a lot of players. Like Lamar Jackson, yeah. we had that discussion about a lot last year. Like, is he going right. to come back until he's like 100, 100%, you know, because the contract stuff like that? And same with Brandon Cooks. Like, he ended up getting paid from the Texans and the Cowboys basically to cut the salary so that Dallas could take it on. Like if he goes out there and, you know, busts his ass and gets hurt or exacerbates an injury, we're probably like not having this conversation. Right. Good point. Or at least right. he's not getting traded to maybe a team like Dallas, but I don't think I've seen really any dip there. Um, there are always injury concerns of the player when it's always tough to like, my buddy Scott Pianowski from Yahoo does, says like once the cheese goes bad, like it goes bad, like the cheese doesn't mm. somehow get good again. Um, like it doesn't become fresh. Like once it's expired, it's expired and, and it's time to move on. I don't think we're at that point with Brandon cooks, but it's always worth talking about that when it comes to players who are around that 30 year old barrier and they have been injured. But yeah, man, I think the thing too, that's really fascinating about cooks is I, I really like his fit uh, from so many different reasons with the Dallas Cowboys. One, because he brings the speed that they desperately lacked. Like that oh, was something watching them last so year bad. needed so bad, you know, right? Like 
And my God, by the way, just on pretty quick, like I watched him play a game with Kyle Allen last year. Okay. So like, I don't really, give a, I don't really, I don't really care what his yards per game said. He played with Kyle yeah. Allen Any right. any, uh, ask any Carolina Panthers fan what they think about what they think about Kyle Allen, but Brandon cooks, like still brings the speed to the table. His ideal position, I think is an off ball flanker receiver. Um, that's mm-hmm. perfect for Dallas. Cause if Michael Gallup can get back, he's your consummate X receiver. CD Lamb has sort of settled into that power slot role, though I think you and I both believe he could play, and he does play all three positions. But yeah, pro- if you're gonna, he's going to play inside in three receiver sets. You got Cooks as the Z, that's a flanker who can also win on intermediate routes. And last thing I'll say too, the one one thing that I definitely don't think Brandon Cooks was not given any effort on, he was like making some acrobatic catches last year along the sideline. Uh, you know, he's mm-hmm. got a great sense of when to put his toes down uh, along the sideline. That's going to be key in a Mike McCarthy offense. Now that it's more McCarthy, because that offense asks the quarterback to consistently make high degree of difficulty uh, throws. So to me, I think Brandon cooks like this is, stylistically is exactly what Dallas needed out of the receiver room. So 29 years old, but he's going into his age 30 season. He's going to be 30 um, in late September. But what we saw and what you've charted here, Matt, talk about what he does over the top. We know him to be really good. Look, he ran a 4-3-40. We know he's got the speed. But at 29 years old, what did you see in terms of his game from a technical standpoint going in over the top? Because success rate on the corners, nines, and posts, man, oh my goodness. Uh, This guy was absolutely, as advertised, great over the top just funny like when people and i'm not not saying you but like when we talk about like 40 times like this deep into a guy's career it's like yeah, no, right three yeah 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 <laughs> right, well, right right one day you know <laughs> 10 years ago he had four yeah. three speed like yes, one day yes. in the in the calendar year at the combine right? like with <laughs> dj chark people still quote dj chark's 40 time at me i'm like well all right that was hundred years ago and, and 50 injuries ago. And like, he doesn't get open now, so I don't care. Right. <laughs> well, what are, what are we doing here? Uh, p- people still talking about, uh, when, when, uh, old, what's his name? Uh, Philip Dorsett signs with the Raiders. Like, well, this is the guy they yeah. needed speed four three speed. Okay. Well, a lot of good that's done anybody. Uh, but Brandon cooks, <laughs> I think on, on the field, on the uh, film definitely yeah. still has speed, but I think what you what you bring up there is the technical development of Brandon Cooks, which I think is a key part here. Again, early on in his career, he really struggled to get open uh, against press man coverage consistently outside of those downfield routes. But his ability to sort of set defenders up to, and I think, be a more legit threat in that intermediate zone, like some receivers when they sell the vertical route, they're really good at bring, coming back to the quarterback, curls, comebacks, stuff like that. That's not really Cooks's game, but he can really snap it back on like, or snap it inward or outward on like a 90 degree angle for the out routes, the corner or the, the, the dig routes that threat in the intermediate game, I think has made cooks even better as a downfield threat. Cause he can get you to buy those routes and then, you know, maybe double move stuff like that. Take it vertically. I think for a guy like Dak Prescott, who's um, for all you can say about Dak, I think he's a really good processor and he is uh, a really good quarterback in terms of like the timing and rhythm of an offense. I think that's going to be a nice fit for a guy like Brandon Cooks, who I think plays much better with much better timing now than he did earlier in his career. Uh, I'm going to say this one random thing, uh, and I don't have the numbers right in front of me right this second, but um, I found this to be really interesting. Um, obviously, I do a lot of work with next gen stats, but uh, curls and comebacks, Matt. I don't know if you know this, but uh, it's one of the most. Those are the two most dangerous passes. Uh, in the NFL, low yield and high turnover rate. So it, it's oh yeah, well that makes sense. 
I, I don't, it's funny when I, when I look at your charts and I see, a, you know, not great uh, success rate on the curls or comebacks, I kind of sort of, not that I don't care, but I'm like, good, because then he won't run that, right? Because the, those are the kind of routes that uh, in the NFL get picked off a lot. Um, and also, those are the kind of routes that don't get completed quite a bit. Um, so those are actually really uh, difficult routes in the NFL. Low, like I said, low yield, high turnover rate um, on the comebacks and curls for, for a number of different reasons. You know, a lot of zone coverage and, you know, guys yeah. can drop back into that, into that, um, into that route uh, combination a lot too. So um, anyways, but regardless, hey, I think I, that's I, a, that's a good point too, for Dallas specifically, because I guarantee you, and I obviously posting Cooks's route chart on Twitter, and then it kind of made its way into like Cowboys Twitter. Yeah. Um, so many people's like, Thank God, can't run a curl route. Thank God he doesn't run good curl routes because <laughs> Kellen Moore's offense specifically, a lot of stick right. concepts, a lot of curl yeah. routes. Uh, and hey, you know who led the NFL in interceptions last year despite not starting a full season? Dak Prescott with 15. Yeah. So that lines up with your point. And I agree with you. Mostly it is it is because a lot more zone coverage. Like I used to put a lot of importance on the curl route success rate for um, for guys in like probably around like 2015, 16, 17 but there was a lot more man coverage yeah, being run more. in 16, 17 uh, than there is right now. So dig routes, out routes, stuff, like, especially dig routes, man. You know, think about Jimmy Garoppolo, 100%. how he's made a career throwing dig routes to Debo Samuel. So uh, that's important too. And again, Brandon Cooks, uh, that's a great 75% success rate on the on the yep. dig route. I think that's going to be important for beating zone coverage uh, much more than, than the curl routes at this point. 